You're listening to the Daily Dose of Wood podcast, hosted by Jimmy Jernigan and BPW. Three, two, one. Welcome back, Daily Dose of Wood patients. How the fuck are we doing? Ayo, maggots. We're back for another week, another beautiful week of summer we got going here. It's a Monday, June 22nd. You'll probably be hearing this on June 23rd. We've been riding a hot wave of heat. And it's been nice. The weather's been nice. I can't recall a real rainy, crappy day in a while. Corona doesn't exist anymore. After we had all that shitty weather during Corona, yeah, yeah. Corona's uh, non-existent. It was there. We went through fucking the trenches, bro. This has been a tough time for the world, I think, especially our country. These past couple months, probably, I know it's going to go down in every single history book, and this yeah. is going to be talked about. I think like people being cooped days. up in their house just makes everything worse. Like yeah. social media and everything, just everyone's yes. just popping off. Cancel culture is at an all-time high right now. I'm happy things are dying down, though, and people are becoming calmer, and things are going back to normal or heading in that direction, and hopefully we could make some progress. Hopefully a vaccine or something, some positive news comes out. Florida spiking, that's your, uh, that's your home base. I know, I know, I don't know. But they're if, dumb. They didn't open up in phases. They didn't. They never really closed. Yeah, as so. much as we were against the open up in phases, I think it's going to help us out long term and yeah. save the rest of our summer. We're, we're phase three on in two days. Can't wait. What is phase three? I'm not sure. I think that it, I heard... eat inside restaurants in phase three? Cito's told me that gyms open July 8th, but I'm not sure if that's true. That would be July huge. 8th is phase four. Oh, wow. These phases yeah. are coming in quick now. Every I'm all weeks, for it. I'm yeah. going to have to educate myself on that. Anyway, we got the 5K challenge ending tomorrow. Like I said, it didn't work out as we planned, but I said I was going to be a man of my word if we got to that, if we got to that milestone. Hey, it's and on the people. It's not on did, you. Exactly. Everyone could have got us there, but I respect and I have great appreciation for our loyal listeners that attempted to get us to that milestone. Because without you guys, it wouldn't be possible to be as big as we are already. You know, eight eight sixty is not bad for an account that's been at it for only three or four months now. That's good. Good numbers. And I do want to make it clear: I did unfollow everyone besides me, Woodburn and Bubo here because I was getting confused going back and forth from my personal account to my Daily Dose Wood account. So I didn't want to get that mixed up. So I just unfollowed everyone. So don't take it personal. It's not a personal thing. I was just getting confused. And it's a looks better ratio when we're reaching out to get these big sponsors. Bubo. So uh, going into phase three, this is from a New York Times article. It says phase three, you can have gatherings up to 25 people, which is up from 10. Big leap <laughs> there. You can have indoor dining at restaurants with up to 50% capacity and tables still have to be spaced six feet apart. Seating and bar areas are permitted, but only if six feet of distance is maintained. Personal care services such as nail salons, massage parlors, spa services, and training salons, uh, tanning salons will be open. Some low-risk youth sports can begin on June 6th. So that's what phase three is looking like. All right. So that's a big, big leap. Again, I mean, every leap we're taking here in each phase is a big leap, but that's that's some good news that we, we just heard there. Yeah, we need a... When is the tattoo parlors opening? I want to get fucking inked. We're you getting Daily Dose of Wood tats? No. All right. <laughs> what are you where trying would, to get inked? If you had to get a Daily Dose of Wood tat, where would you get it? On my ass. Yeah, but I already have an ass tat. On one cheek. I'm not trying to get an ass sleeve. An ass sleeve. <laughs> that's Is that a thing? 
Booba looked that up. Yeah, should I get an S I want to see if anyone had. I mean, there's definitely someone out there like, who has like an S sleeve. Fuck, you know how like um, Hawaiians have like the, the tribal the tribal. I just have like tribal on tribal my ass right sleeve cheek. going down. <laughs> that would be crazy. You ever see like the leopard guy who has leopard spots? Yeah, all over his body. Some people are fucking weirdos. There's dude. some. I think girls like the ass tat though. It's like a it's like a treasure tr- it's treasure a good, hunt. Good code cracker for like a break in like. Like, oh, shit. Hey, you go up to a girl at the bar. Hey, you want to know something? <laughs> I got an ass tat. It's like definitely a wild card move. They're like, oh, they think like I'm a good Christian guy. And they'll be like, oh, shit, he has an ass tat. He's fucking, he's wild. But it's his only tat, so he's not crazy. Yeah, well, I'm trying to get inked at phase four. But he got fucked up that one night. Boobo. A uh, cool thing, kid in my fraternity, he had an ass tat, and it said your name was just the writing. And his pickup line at anywhere he went, bar, house party, was go up to a girl and just be like, Hey, I have your name on my ass. And she was just like, what? And he's like, yeah, your name is on my ass. And he would just show his ass to girls. And for some reason, they loved it. That's incredible. It's weird. I fucking love that. And I also, I just looked up ass tattoo sleeves. It's like the side cheek and then down the thigh. But then I also see another one where like a whole leg sleeve on the back of the leg starts on a right butt cheek and goes all the way down to the, to the ankle. It's very interesting. So I already got the leg sleeve working. So I maybe. Might be able to, you know, go up to the ass, ass tat. Let me see. All right. That looks pretty painful. The ass has a lot of fat and muscle. Girl? It's a nice ass, right? This Hope is it's not a guy. This is good <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about going up a little more. I'm definitely trying to do the whole leg sleeve. I want a thigh tat. I've been wearing short, shorter shorts nowadays. I, that's, that's in now. That's definitely the look. Yeah, I'm big short. I was, it's so funny because I used to be so against it. Shout out to Max McNicholas because he definitely was one of the first people, if yeah. not the first guy in our group. And everyone used to be like, what is he wearing? And now he was a trendsetter for that. Yeah. So shout it's out to Max. I definitely want, with the shorter shorts, I want a thigh tat. And people be like, yo, that's swaggy. I just ordered some bathing suits that are that are real short, short. I don't know why. I'm just so into it. The pictures that we I'm took this weekend, me, P-Tort, and yeah. Woody. Shout out to P-Tort. My big pants were so big bud sprout. My pants were so tight. My mom goes, what, were you just wearing spandex out to the bar? Because <laughs> they were like really tight to begin with. And I like, they were sagging a little bit around the waist. So I pulled them up and then they were just too tight. You, there's got to come a point where it's like too tight. Enough is and enough. Not tight enough. My, I was my shorts used to be tight, line. but that was just because I was fucking fat. Tight is definitely the look nowadays. Like I said, like going back. I used to be so against. I was all for the baggy look. I feel like our growing time, up, it was like you know this the, the baggy look. Baggy, yeah, the O three yes. draft class. I Someone mean, did like a progression of athletes and how they got dressed before games, and it was like the real baggy look, and then like the the rapper Alan look. Iverson would just come swagged out, changed the game. He really did. Should we get into our weekend recap? Yeah. Guess who's back? Back, 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 back again. Dose and Wood. Tell your friends. Dose in wood, 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 dose in wood. Weekend recap. It wasn't anything out of the ordinary this weekend, just your typical summer weekend, even though we did. We went to a bar. We went to a bar, and it was actually more than I expected. Yeah. A lot more than I expected. Shout out to Lily Flanagan's in Babylon. We went there, and I'd say what? Pushing like two hundred people, two fifty. It was definitely it was definitely max capacity, and there's no rules over there. No, no. masks. No, nah, six feet doesn't exist. I mean, like, how 
if you're the government, how can you fucking exactly with everything going on? We've said this before. How how are you going to police an event like this or every bar or restaurant? And there's been no spikes. Exactly. So you got to let the people do what they want. And I feel bad for our sponsor. Shout out Trey's Palms because they're always getting so much shit. And the people over there who live in that area are giving them such a hard time. And then you got people like this at Lily's in Babylon, you know, letting the people do what they want. And it was it was a good time. Besides no music, I had fun. Yeah, I'm trying to prepare for Fourth of July. I actually just bought some detox pills. I'm okay, going, I'm going on a seven day cleanse, so I'm, I'm trying to flush out all the toxins in the uh, the liver, the kidney, the colon, all that. So I'm trying to try to be fresh for Fourth of July. I don't. Th- I think I'm going to quit drinking until the Fourth of July. Nice two week sober bend. What's a detox look like? Is it, I heard this is just a lot of shitting and cleansing well, yeah, of- you, you flush out your system so i you have to take like four pills in the morning four pills at night i haven't started yet i just went to the vitamin shop today and bought it but yeah you have to drink tons and tons of water and that's how you flush everything out so you're not gonna drink it gets a little soft fourth so. of july yeah i think i'm gonna shut down to fourth of july but you know me if someone says we got plans i'm like oh well maybe i'll make an exception <laughs> we did go also go to the new I guess you could classify frat house. The satellite frat house. The Tan frat house. Shout out Maddie Tan for having us over this weekend, even though we did get ourselves into a, a little bit of a a little bit of a troubling situation. What do you mean? We were playing this game. Oh. <laughs> what is it called? Beer toss? I don't know what the exact name is. You throw a beer is. as high as you can in the air and yeah. call someone to catch it. We haven't played this game in a while. I think the last time we played was four, Final Four. Philly. We put it at an Islander tailgate once. And you just take a beer, and you're not supposed to throw it as high as you can. I mean, if you're like the dick, then you <laughs> just do that. But you throw it a reasonable distance where someone can catch it. You're supposed to have a beer in one hand and then your other hand free, and you call someone's name out and throw it up in the air, and then they're supposed to catch it with one hand. Yeah, that's how it's supposed to go. So we were playing in Tan's backyard, you know, having a good time, got a couple tosses in. And then uh, Brian, it was Brian's turn. He got the beer and he lobs it up and it goes completely the wrong direction into the neighbor's backyard, probably like 30 feet in the air. It was a toss. And everyone just went silent. Now, let me just put you in a neighbor's perspective. I don't know if they were outside or not, but imagine just sitting in your backyard on a nice Saturday evening, sun's going down, you're relaxing with your family, and you see a Bud Light come in at 25 (laughs) miles an hour, skim past your head, and bounce away. All right, so from my perspective, the everyone was tossing it high, so I'm like, all right, I need to fucking rear up. I have a cannon. And so I go, and I do an underhand motion, and I forget to release it until I get to like the top of my head. So it just goes completely backwards. I just see it fly. And in my head, I was like, no, no, no. I was waiting to hear like something like break and shatter. But I think it landed in their pool. So the neighbors are going to wake up. They probably woke up. They're like, why is there a full Bud Light can in our pool? A gift. A gift from God may be their thing. Yeah. So maybe complete opposite from what I just said. Maybe like this is a gift from the heavens. Yeah. And they, sending I hope they us drink it. Good Good it's news. With the chlorine. We gotta we gotta do a tutorial on our diamonds game too, our tits mm-hmm. game. I'm not sure what other games we have that other we, people um, might not know. You're bringing the camera to the Fourth of July. Yeah, house? that's definitely a content video. But we've been slacking on the content videos since the watermelon challenge because mm-hmm. I did try and promise her. Oh wait, we my have goal a is we have to, the uh, beer mile bet. Oh yeah, that looks like I'm gonna have to it do looks it. Like you're gonna, I think Flint's is gonna be open. Yeah, well let's. We could do the beer mile this week because I'm 
Well, I was there at Flynn's, and it is open, so yeah, I think that it's going to happen. I also I, went I over to won. Fire Island this weekend. I was over seeing my boy Mark Jensen. Shout out Mark Jensen. And I was heading over there, and on a jet ski, you got these flats and trails that you could whiz in and out of by the bridge, and you're only supposed to hit them when it's high tide. And it was like going from high tide to low tide, and I thought I could make it, and I'm by myself shooting over there. And I was low tide, and I was skimming through, and I hit a flat ground, lost control of my jet ski, and sent it like into the freaking woods, like probably 10 feet in by myself, and my... 1700 pound jet ski was lodged into the woods oh. in the middle of the bay all alone and i was just like crack i should have took a picture i was just like cracking up i'm like fuck like i'm such an idiot you get should have just went around like a smart damage? person no no damage to the ski i just it probably took me a half hour 45 minutes of just like pulling it as hard as i could out i, I didn't think i was going to be able to get it but i i Do ended you think, up getting it um that made me think my brain is just moving today here we go let's go um, get on it you ever seen the movie Castaway with tom hanks yes you th- how long do you think you could live on a deserted island? Personally? Yeah. Do you think you could survive a week? A week, yeah. Because I, I got my new diet plan where most of the most of my days in the quarantine are probably halfway through quarantine. I only do the one meal a day, have a liquid breakfast and a protein shake, and then just... Can, can you make a fire with your hands? My dad's a firefighter. Okay, that has nothing to do with <laughs> puts out fires, you have to make a fire. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think I could chef some well, up. Through it. Well, you're gonna first. I everyone's first idea. You're putting me on the spot. Everyone's first you're, idea. You're, is you're to, so confident. Is to take a, what two sticks and rub them together, right? It's not gonna work. No. So I'd probably look for like the like the hayish yes. feel. Good. Got to get that. Like the fray. And then you need like how to save a life. Okay. You need like the dry wood. You can't have any wet wood. There's certain wood yeah. that you got to use can't that burns good. So you need dry wood, the fray, and you need, I I think you would have to go with like something that like magnifies the sunlight. I think that's how you're going to get oh, the fire. Oh, you're going to magnify it. I think you Where could get a good. Where the fuck are you going to find that on a deserted island? A good reflection of some, maybe while you're, sea while you're glass. Hunting, while you're hunting for berries, like, oh, look, a magnifying glass. Sea glass, or maybe I'd take my watch off. Why? What's your, let's hear yours. I well, think, I would do the same thing with the, the fray and then. Dry wood. The dry wood. And then I would get like a stone, like a stick. And then, like, jam it. Like, jam the stone to m- cause a spark. spark. Or like, two sparks with stones together, and then that will ignite the fray. Or you could do the, the roly, the roly, the roly uh, pulley, the, the roly stick on the fray in the, the dry wood. We should try this. We should go to a deserted island and see who lasts longer. We can. There's a, there's a good amount of islands out in the bay, and we should, we should make a content video. Like, I don't think Jello could, Ball will shoot a video and we'll be on each side of the island and we'll see if we could, could start an animal. I feel like I don't have it in me to kill an animal. What kind of animal are we talking? Like anything, like a squirrel. I killed a squirrel once. I think if you were so hungry that we killed a squirrel. Yeah. I was I was doing donuts in a elementary school parking lot on my Seems bike. Seems like I'm, I was going to say, in your car, no, donuts no. on your bike? Donuts on my bike. I was just going in circles and a squirrel came out of nowhere and fucking. <laughs> Perfect timed. I run over the squirrel, and then the squirrel's neck got caught in my bike spokes, uh. and it was squirming, squirming. And I, I was like, I was like 15 at the time. I was screaming. I'm like, ah, oh fuck! And then it was squirming, squirming, and I couldn't get it out because I'm not touching the squirrel. I don't want rabies. And then he slowly started to give up the fight, and then his body went limp. Was the squirrel going around and around on the spokes? Yeah. 
He's like, and then I stopped, and then his head was stuck in the spoke, and then he was squirming, 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 and then he slowly plopped, and then Matt Nicholas, because I I wouldn't touch my bike at that point. Matt Nicholas took the bike, moved it over, and his body just plopped on the ground. Uh, didn't Max Nicholas have a live squirrel one time that like stuck to him? Yeah, I think that happened. Like I remember their Big picture on guy. Facebook. Max coming up a lot here on this podcast. <laughs> squirrel Max guy, also. the trendsetter guy. You're you're all the above. Would you make a Would you make a a fake friend if it started going on? Like Wilson. Yeah. Hundred percent. You need I had some a lot sort of a lot of imaginary friends growing up. Did you? Jellabol, did you? I know um, you're an only child. I had two brothers, but I still had a bunch of imaginary friends. Yeah, I always wanted a brother, so I came up with the genius idea of pretending I had a brother named Bob. I just thought lived in my room with me. Okay. Not a thought, but like I imagined you lived in my room with me. Uh, you know, being an only child, never really had much going on. My dad worked night shifts as a cop, slept during the day, so I was like just at home when I was off from school doing nothing. So I had multiple imaginary friends, one imaginary brother, an imaginary dog as well, because I never had a, any pets. We we shared life. we shared some good amount of time together when we were younger. Me and me and Jello Ball. What I was thinking that my life was on the Truman Show when I was I would always be yeah. like, yo, this like shit would happen. I'd be like, yo, this like there has to be cameras around because this I feel like would All happen to no one else. Top five. It really had me thinking that I was like in the Truman Show, and then as I grew up, I was like, no, this is, this is a pretty normal life. Yeah, Truman Show is a top five. Really gets you thinking. Like, do you think they could make? Do you think they could do that today? Obviously, I don't think they would allow a child to just be brought up like that. But do you yeah. think? And like the whole in the Truman Show, the studio was like a fucking as big as a state. If you took a child since birth, what age would they be with, like? Something's got to be up with actors playing every role. Everyone in your life is an actor. I would say probably. Eighth, eighth grade, maybe. No. Maybe seventh? You're not woke when you're in seventh, eighth grade. Because, I mean... You think longer? Yeah. I mean, like, you're brought up knowing this is the only world you know. That's true. Like, you're not suspecting that you're on a TV show. You're so not you're suspecting that your best friend's an actor. College, maybe? Yeah. Because the whole thing was Truman never left his home. Because he was, like, scared. His yeah. father drowned, so he never went on the sea. And then the... Airlines were always like broadcasted as going down, so he never left. Great production. Yeah. Now that I think, because they hit all it's, angles. It's an amazing idea. Amazing idea. Because it's realistic. They, that's but when I'm you go to college, to, you're like, I want to go to fucking UCLA, and they're like, Nope, you're going to the community college here. Like, we got to put up a poll. I like this poll. We'll see if you were on the Truman Show, or if the Truman Show were real life, what age would you find out at? Right? Yeah. And we'll do zero to, what's a fair, 18? Zero to 18 and then 18, 18 on. Over, yeah. Because you can only do two. So we'll have to throw that poll up and you'll have to let us know what you think and give us your feedback, give us your thoughts. If you guys want topics or things to be talked about on the podcast, we'll give you recognition and let us know. Like We're willing to talk about anything and everything, pretty much a no-filter zone on this podcast. I mean, we are filtered, but... We'll, we'll talk about anything you want. We want to talk about what the people want to hear, not what we want to hear, because you guys are more important to us. Yeah, and speaking of Truman Show being a top five movie, I think we should get into our top five segment. Top five, no debating. Top five, top five, top five. Top five worst short-term pains. You know what I'm saying here? Let's just get into the things that when you, you know, it's not a broken bone. It's not a, a fractured finger. We're talking short-term pains that is just the absolute worst. 
I got some bro. Put you right to now. the limit. This is off the top, right? Yeah, we'll go off the top right here. We'll go around five. Five, five? Yep. So I'll start it off since I came up with this one. Five, I'm going to have to steal because I know it's going to get taken. Stub in your toe. Mm. Absolute whoa. You do it at least, I'd say, on a given seven to 12 times a year. Yeah. Is that a stat? Yeah, I looked that one up <laughs> in my head. Okay. Five for me is stepping on a Lego with no shoes on. Yeah, I haven't had that problem since I was probably seven because we don't sucked. have Legos in the house anymore. But I do understand your pain and where you're coming from. My number five is getting hit in the nose. Like you just get that sensation that your whole face hurts for a little bit. Your eyes start to tear, even though it's not really that bad. It's like, oh, you're crying, but you just got hit in the nose and it's like a solid 10 second, 20 second pain. My number four is going to have to be a brain freeze. You get a brain freeze. This brain freeze are usually, if I'm going to calculate this right in my head, I'm going to go from five to seven times a year. Uh, number four for me is having a pimple. Like right under your nose and yes. like the crease of your nostril and the outer part of your nose. Horrible pain. And like it's impossible to pop and you just have to let it rot. When it, there's no white on the pimple and yeah. it's, oh, it just Pimples hurts. in general in tough spots suck. Yeah. I'm going to go with like the little hangnails you have on your fingers. And like you're just like, I want to bite that off. You bite it off and it like stings for a little Burns. bit. Burns. Burns and you just like, I had to happen, but that kind of hurt more than I thought it was going to. Number three, I'm going to have to go with a scrape or a cut. On the skin, I was riding my bike. I rode my bike to Hemstock and back from Captree, 14 miles, pretty sick. And on my way back, I went over a curb, lost my footing, pedal just came up and ripped all the skin off above my tattoo. And it is, <laughs> it was the worst burning feeling. Every time I take a shower or something, it's just like burning yeah. nonstop. Number three for me is a sack tap. Ooh, we used to give those out all the time. It's in the middle worst, school. bro. Having someone just Tap your balls in a, at a rapid, short pace is terrible. You have a sensation that you want to throw up and shit and, th and like, they feel like you're there in your throat. Time. Your balls yeah. are stuck in your throat. Exactly. It's, it's terrible. I haven't been sad tapping in a while. I sad tap myself often. You ever do that? Sad tap yourself like on an accident? Not on purpose. That'd be weird. Putting oh, I, your keys away into your pocket or something, you just fucking slap it. I was doing the resistance bands working out and I had them like between my legs, kind of, and I, like let go of one and oh. it just can't. Oh. oh oh my god yeah you're not gonna be able to reproduce <laughs> one of mine is if you know me i don't like ovens i don't like putting my hand in the ovens i have a bad thing with ovens so i hate getting burned by the oven rack so one time i was young i was probably like 12 years old I had a pizza in the oven put my hands in with just like a nice towel around it picked it up picked my hand up too high hit the top rack i realized i dropped the pizza from the burn Pizza was going to get all over the oven, cause a mess. Dad would yell at me, whole nine yards. So I was just like, fuck it. I'm getting this pizza out. Dragged the whole like top of my hand on the top rack to get it out of the oven. I was like, ah, getting it out. Since then, haven't put my hand in an oven. My number two is going to have to be anything that touches the shins at a fast, hard pace. You shins are that. just the worst. Like the Razor scooter to the shins? Oh, yeah. I haven't rode a scooter, but I rem everybody has that one time where they were on the scooter and it just got the metal off the shin getting cleated in sports in the mm -hmm. shin number two for me is going to be when you have a blister on the back of your heel from like running shoes or basketball shoes and like like when the skin just gets torn off and it's just raw skin rubbing up the dents of your socks and the back of your shoes and it just feels like there's someone's poking you with needles every time you take a step. Very relatable. Yeah, it's terrible. Uh, so mine, these two things kind of have the same feeling. A five-star, 
to the back, yeah. very bad sting. But also, I was thinking the same type of pain is when you're playing sting pong, and you just turn around, someone gets a good shot yeah. right in your back, the same sting. That stuff hurts. We haven't played that game in a while. We should definitely bring that back. Dude, we should bring back Sting, Sting Pong. Pong. That's a great, <laughs> great, great game. game. Great game. My number one is going to have to be hitting your head on any item. Like if you, I got a low basement, but I don't really hit my head. But sometimes you just are not aware of your surroundings and you bump your head into something. It's like that short term pain and you're just your noggins just rattling. You just feel like you have CTE already. I probably had like eight to ten concussions throughout my livelihood so far between sports and non recreational activities. That's not good. No. At all. Your your brain's gonna be noodles. Don't wanna think about that just <laughs> yet. Give me your number one. Number one for me, I don't know if this ever happened to you guys, but this happens like once in a blue moon to me. When you're taking a shit and your poop comes out horizontal instead of vertical and it feels like you're Pregnant and having a baby. Does that ever happen to you guys? Uh, not say I could relate, but I could say I've definitely had it, anus it just feels pain like, before. It just feels like your whole ass is being <laughs> torn to shreds. It's fucking terrible. All right. Remember uh, silly bands back in middle school? Remember when people used to use those as like a slingshot folding up paper and would just shoot you with like they called them wasp? That just hit you in the middle of class, like boop, and you didn't want to yell. Yeah, She's like, what the fuck? Absorb was that? it. And that sucked. Honorary mention, though, this happened to me two weeks ago. Our good friend Frank, shout out Frank, I was at his house. He was very drunk. For some reason, out of nowhere, this hasn't happened to me probably since I was in Little League Baseball. He just rhinoed me. You know, if you remember what yes, a rhino is, I remember the rhino. I was like not really bent over, but he decided to run behind me and knee me in the ass as hard as he could, like a flying knee. And I was like, what the fuck was that? R rated. Topic while we're on the rhino here, dude. Rhino sucks, mom. If you're listening, skip thirty seconds. Skip thirty seconds on this part. When we got uh, the old strippers up at school, shout out Shamrock Entertainment. My buddy Tom Nicolek, shout out Tommy. Had they had like the rhino dildo. You put it on your head, blast the stripper with the dildo on your <laughs> head, and you had to pay like 150 bucks to do it. And while you're doing it, the other stripper takes like a belt and just whips you in the ass. So you. So that's, mm. <laughs> while we're on the topic of short-term pains, I don't know why you would pay to get whipped and rhino a dildo into a stripper's yeah. ass. I have an honorable mention. Spit. Getting paddled in your fraternity. Never been a part of a fraternity. Yeah, it's a, you okay there? No, no. <laughs> it's It's like the worst 30 seconds ever, and then your ass is black and blue for about a week. You're my, a bad my, my, bludge. This, isn't, this is hazing, but... My fraternity got kicked off campus, so it doesn't matter. Um, I got paddled eight times in a row once for some initiation, and I couldn't sit down or go to sleep on my back for about a month after. Fraternity, brotherhood. <laughs> there you have it. Top five, no debating. Top five, no debating. Top five, top five, top five. Well, we just kind of went all natural today, and it worked out well. We, yeah, just, we, we were just riffing. Whatever was on our... On our noggins, we gave you we gave you off the top. So we I gave guess, our uh, best effort. We going into the interview? Yeah, we're going to get into our interview with Foyer Alukanun. I probably butchered his last name there, but starting linebacker for the Atlanta Falcons, number 54, started his first season as a rookie, saw a little less time in his second year because uh, Deion Jones, a big-time linebacker for the Falcons, came back. But into his third year, he's back as a starter, and we got to hear his expectations for the upcoming season. But in order to watch the full conversation, please go to our YouTube show. 
YouTube page at Daily Dose and check that out. It's a really, really good conversation. Maybe our best one yet. Come with me and you'll see a world of pure imagination. Came in to 2018, drafted in 2018, the sixth round. You know, you played a lot that rookie year. You got thrown in there after Dion went down with that foot injury. What was that transition like from college play to NFL play? And, you know, you had to make it so quick. How'd you handle it? Yeah. I mean, it was just one day at a time. I know it's cliche, but, uh, you know, I just, I was listening to a lot of people's advice, you know, just coming from a small school like Yale. I mean, some of the athletes there aren't going to be NFL caliber, you know, but there were good athletes there. So coming into the NFL where every athlete is top notch, I mean, it's got to be on your A game every play. You know, first, I remember the first game that I played Philadelphia. Um, I really only played like four defensive snaps. I had a good impact on some special team plays. But, you know, the four defensive snaps, I was like a step behind. And so really then Debo was hurt that game. So it was like a lot of growth I had to do right away. And uh, it's kind of like playing, you know, I was thinking about the other day, kind of like playing your, uh, my player in video games. It's really like my life. Like okay. every game you, you, you play, you kind of, you know, get points, add it to yourself and try to improve, keep it on improving. And then by the end of the year, you kind of forgot like how you were in the beginning of the year. You just see improvement and that's just how you play now. So, uh, you know, it was my first year really playing linebacker as well. Which I don't know if people knew that, but, you know, just keep on stacking games on top of each other, stacking weeks on top of each other, and then just learning as I went. That's how rookie year was. And I definitely made a lot of improvement there. And I just always wanted to keep on doing that year in, year out. All right, go check the rest of that conversation out on YouTube. Tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your aunts, tell your uncles, tell your grandma, your grandpa to go subscribe. It would be a great appreciation on my end here at Daily Dose. And I would love, love, love to just get our content out there to more ears, more people, more eyes, because we're looking to grow. We're looking to get bigger. If our loyal listeners could help me do that. Who's mad about the success so far? 